Welcome to this week in Skeezer Athletics. I'm your host, Neil Minton. With me, as always, Coach Rip Ripley. How we doing, Rip? Doing well, doing well. Excited. Talk about awesome brackets. Everybody's obviously right. everybody's mind yesterday is is who gets what seed and all the excitement that comes with that. And today we're gonna break those down a little bit for everybody. So yeah, it should be it. fun. Um, congratulations to your boys. Really good job finishing winning the region tournament, winning the region. So congratulations, Thank Coach. You, sir. We appreciate it. Appreciate cool. it. Had it. I got a good group, and hope we can. See if we can keep it rolling a little bit now. There you go. Yeah, now it's bonus basketball. Let's have fun. That's right. All right, so we're going to go over to state tournaments. Of course, that was yesterday. The brackets came out. Everybody's twiddling their thumbs, waiting for the brackets. Who do we play? When do we play? Where do we play? You know, all that good stuff. So um, we're going to go through, and we're just going to talk a little bit about them and, um, you know, just kind of – I don't, I won't say we make bold predictions, Rip, but, you know, if, if you feel inclined – Feel free, okay. but I would stay away from predicting the four A boys if I were you. That's just not a good look. I don't. I know. can promise you, I will not. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna start with the one A girls, and the one A girls is our smallest bracket. It has eight, um, eight teams in it, and Rip, kind of like you, you kind of talked about, or we talked about, um, the that upstate region. Half the teams are from that region. Um, yeah, yeah. So you open up. It looks like cross schools. And probably should with the number one overall seed. We kind of kind of anticipate that. We weren't sure how they were going to do Lawrence and Curtis Baptist because they both had amazing seasons. But Cross School's up top. They'll open up with Wardlaw. And then you have Cambridge at Christian Academy. And I'm excited about Cambridge. Um, hopefully I'll get to see them play. They got, you know, a couple double figures. Jillian, I think it's Maps, Mapes, scores 14 mm -hmm. a game. Indy Sutherland averaging 10 points a game. So they got a couple girls that can put some points up on the board. Um, you know, I don't know if they'll have enough for cross um, if, in, if they get to the second round, but that should be a good, fun matchup. And then on the bottom, you have Lawrence Academy, who had an unbelievable season. You know, I mean, I think like 27-1 and one or something ridiculous like that. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but Coach Marley, they did do a great job there. They they open up with Jeff Davis, and then Curtis Babbis plays Richard Wynn. So you have, like we said, four teams from that side of the bracket um, Abby Lewis from Richard Wins averaging 10 points a game. Megan Brigham's averaging 10 points a game. So they got a good combo. They have a third guard, Delaney Young, who's averaging seven and a half. So there's a lot of firepower for Richard Wynn. Um, you know, playing Curtis Babbis that first round, but Curtis Babbis has a, a duo threat too. They got a girl named Macy Butler who plays a post. She's had 12 double doubles this year, 13 points wow. a game. And then a guard, Mia Price, is averaging 10 points a game. So that game looks possibly a high-scoring first-round game. It should be fun. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, looking at the girls' side, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, two games in two days is uh, is is tough on the throat. Um, <laughs> a lot of yelling. Uh, no, I mean, I think cross schools was interesting. We didn't know how the committee would, would put them in there, but obviously giving them and Lawrence, they didn't put seeds on the bracket for 1A, which I, I kind of like, to be honest. Um but, you know, you can kind of do your own deduction if you want to. But them and Lawrence, kind of your top seeds. Curtis Babb is obviously pretty dangerous sitting there. That Curtis-Lawrence semifinal game will be a really, really big one. Yeah, and, and that's funny you talk about seeds. And I've always, let's say, when we get to these, this, you know, 12-team brackets coming up, skis doesn't usually do a one through 12, right? But you have two ones and two twos and two threes and two fours yeah. and two fives and two sixes. And that's usually how I view it. And I know in a 16 team brackets, there's been four one seeds, right? And yeah. you kind of figure out who's the number one overall, right? But um, that's just kind of how it goes. Well, let's, let's talk about this 1A boys. This 1A boys opposite. The girls only have eight teams. There's a smallest bracket. The 1A boys are the biggest bracket. They have 16 yeah. teams. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting that they the only one was sixteen teams, and then obviously a lot of a lot of good teams. You know, you look at we talked all year a lot about the River Point uh, Academy, kind of a new skis of school. They had a strong season, seventeen and seven, played a good schedule. They get one of those kind of quote unquote one seeds. It looks like uh, the top they're going to play Community Christian first round. Then you've got Wardlaw versus Faith. It what could be a pretty interesting game. Faith Christian, a team the last few years that's been pretty strong. And uh, and and Coach uh, Steve Gary done has had done a good job going to play Wardlaw, which would be a good one. Reagan Prep, Reagan Prep, we've been talking about a good bit this year. Uh, you know them and Curtis Baptist split that region, and uh, Reagan Prep's got a good young group. Uh, they're gonna play the Civic Center on Saturday uh, against Cambridge. And then our lady, we got two again. Two a lot of these one A schools, I feel like are kind of like newer schools, quote unquote, right? So you got right. our lady, the Rosary, and Cross schools. Our lady, the Rosary, was kind of the big name last year that kind of popped on everybody's radar. Had a pretty good year. Uh, Cross schools, obviously, the crossover team. Uh, that's gonna be a really. I think that might be the game of the day for one A or those two right there. Curtis Baptist versus Saint Elizabeth Ann. I think Curtis Baptist should take care of business there. Newberry versus Jeff Davis could be kind of interesting. Again, that Richard Wynn, Newberry region with a lot of teams in here on the boys' side as well. I didn't end up counting, but I uh, can't count now. One, two, three, you know, four, five, six teams in that region made the state playoffs. <clears throat> uh, Richard Wynn get to go up against Holly Hill Academy and then Charles Leeds at Lawrence. You know, Richard Wynn, you know, bold predictions, make them, don't make them. I think they're a team that's primed to really make a run here. They've had a great season. They're led by a great senior um, player. And, and I, they're a team that I could see being pretty good. Didn't really have the the seeding, the respect, you will call it that number one, quote, seed. Uh, that kind of looks like it went to to River Point out of Charleston. Um, but, yeah, I, I see River Point, Richard Wynn, Curtis Baptist, that Reagan prep little region right there with Reagan, Cambridge, Arlay, the Rosary Cross Schools, probably the most competitive little little part of the bracket right there. Yeah, I think um it's fun. And having 16 teams is is, is fun to, to watch, too. Nobody gets to buy. Everybody's playing. Um, It should be very entertaining. And, you know, hopefully yeah. I get to see some of these teams. And, you know, shout out, of course, Wilson Hall. People talk about locations. You got the Civic Center. You got Wilson Hall. But Ben Lippin this year is kind of a mm-hmm. – I don't know how many times they've hosted in the past, but I know yeah. they kind of look like they're hosting in lieu of maybe the Heathwood Hall location. Correct. I know Carter Newman, I think, will host in the next – I know the the end of the week has a lot of TBD on it right now in a lot of these brackets. I think Mike probably trying to find locations for everybody. I know Cathedral's hosted in Charleston this weekend, Civic Center, Wilson Hall, Ben Lippin. Uh, but then next week, I know Carter Newman, I think, will pick up some games um, as well. They've hosted in the past some of those city final, uh, quarterfinal matchups. Uh, obviously, Wilson Hall will be here almost every day. You got uh, the Civic Center almost every day. And then uh, kind of see from there where else everybody goes. Yeah, so it should be fun. Well, let's let's move up to two A, and I'm looking at the two A girls bracket now. Now we're the rest of these brackets are what we started last year with the twelve team brackets, and what the, I could say the old three A has had for quite a while now, right? Yeah. So you have four teams with a bye. So let me tell you why I like about the bye because now you're looking at teams in the past sometimes with 16-team brackets. When you get the 16th team playing the first team, it, it can get really ugly really fast. Yeah. And this way, I feel like everybody's kind of got a chance that first round, right? Now, you're not going to have a whole lot of sixes beat a three, pointing at myself, but, you know, at least you're not playing the best team in the state the first round, right? Yeah. So 
it makes it fun and competitive and exciting. So let's kind of break it down. And uh, the top of the bracket, you have Buford versus Andrew Jackson. And they, the winner of that will get Cathedral. Cathedral was like the number one overall seed. We talked about that all year. Um, Cathedral probably is the definitely the team to beat. Jalen um, Almeida averaging 17 points a game. Um, Claire Griffin was 16 and a half a game. Just those two doublehead is pretty impressive. Then, um, sorry about that. Then you got Lee Academy and St. John's. The winner of that play, Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry's led by Lillian Lucas. She's averaging 19 points a game. That's crazy. That's a lot of scoring. So, um, yeah. you got some big names and some big scores there. Um, but St. John's Christian also has their the sixth seed. Like I said, they're playing Lee Academy, and and you know, that's the game I think they can win. You know, they might can upset that could be a very um good game. Coach Langston Lee does a good job, you know, but they're they're some of these teams will win. I call it like like Florence Christian. We try to win ugly, right? So anytime these games are low scored, it gives it lets people stay in the games and gives them a chance. So I'm curious to see how that goes. But yeah, I would think definitely Patrick Henry and Cathedral look for them in the semifinal should be a Good matchup with some good star players. And on the bottom half, you have Clarendon Hall and Dylan Christian, the winner of that, to play Kings Academy. Kings Academy got the number one seed there, um, led by Buckley in the middle. I mean, just long, athletic, great hands. Um, they have a good team. Um, Coach Alexander's done a good job with them. And then the bottom half of that is Dorchester, Thomas Hayward, and the winner gets Colin Prep. And that's interesting because if you if I was at, I was at Colin Prep for 10 years, if you'd ask me what schools do you feel like you played the most in your entire life, I would say Dorchester and Thomas Hayward, right? So yeah. <laughs> Those three schools, I mean, they've played each other forever and ever. They've played each other multiple times this season. So, um, you know, I, I would expect Dorchester to win and play a Colin Prep in a rivalry game to get to the Final Four, and that would be a fun game to be at too. Yeah, you know, looking over the, the girls' bracket, I mean, I think Cathedral all year has kind of been the presumed number one overall seed, I agree. Uh, you know, Kings Academy has been interesting the past couple of years. They've, they've – kind of run that region up there in that northern part of the state. Um, eventually that can translate for them a little bit here as they go to the playoffs. That Clarendon Hall team uh, in that area is pretty strong. Uh, I saw them earlier the year. They got some pretty, pretty good athletes, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do there. Um, then you've got Buford Academy's other one. Unfortunately, they drew going into Cathedral second round if they can get past their first-round game. You look at the boys again, Cathedral – they're number one seed. You know, we, we kind of called that too. Cathedral probably the strongest team in 2A boys. I think Bethesda is has kind of emerged as the better team in that lower part of state. Bethesda and Patrick Henry, um, you know, both strong teams out of that same region. They'll be on opposite sides of the bracket, which is normally kind of how the bracket makeup works. And and I think Bethesda with the tiebreaker kind of gets number one overall seed. Uh, they Then Dylan Christian, who won their region, also gets – the first round by first round matchups. You got Marlboro Academy and Buford Academy, a good four five game. Would be surprised if Buford Academy even pulled the upset there uh, in, in that, in that first round. I think Buford's had some solid games this year. Uh, they're in that tough conference with Patrick Henry and Buford and Bethesda. Um, they could be one to look out for Andrew Jackson <clears throat> versus Lee Academy. I, I think Andrew Jackson, you know, pretty strong team there that Andrew Jackson, Patrick Henry, potential second round matchup could be pretty good. Calhoun Academy and Thomas Hayward, again, two kind of old school, um, teams in that area that play each other a lot, like you just mentioned with Dorchester and Thomas Hayward. Um, you know, Calhoun lost a lot last year to seniors, but, but uh, you know, Coach Gressenfelder did a pretty good job down there with that team. And then St. John's Christian and Dorchester. Now, are, are those two teams in the same region, St. John's and Dorchester? You know what? I'll look right. I got it right here. I don't think usually, they are. And, and 
the reason it jumped off at me is they is are. I, they I are. know that they Where are the same are. reason. Usually, that's one of the rules they try to avoid. But I think that region ended up with five or six teams in the bracket. And so there are times where it is unavoidable. That's what one of the things that Skiza really tries to do is not have region teams play again in the first round, if at all avoidable. I know that um, there are a couple of scenarios, I think, when you look at the – obviously, I look at the 4A bracket. I think that came into play because there were there's going to be a couple of region rematches. And I think they just kind of moved this team versus this team to kind of make it work. Um, and so – that, that'll be interesting having a region matchup teams that are familiar with each other and played each other a couple of times. And the winner of that will go into Dylan Christian. Yeah, I think that is a good point. And, and it's, it's interesting. And, and, you know, with a 16 team bracket, it used to be more really, you could really cross bracket the region, especially when there's four regions yeah. and there's four teams and, you know, you can really do that. Um, makes it a little harder with eight and 12 team brackets to do that. You know, after you give the buys. Oh, for sure. Well, and it, it kind of comes into the buys too. You know, you got um, some divisions where, like there, you've got two teams from the same region getting buys. It, it makes it harder for the when you get further down sometimes. Yeah, and that and that's a good point. And I think that's something we'll talk about here as we move into the three A girls. If you're done with two A boys, yeah, yeah. And I know, and we'll be able to dig in more because look, the semifinals and finals will be happening after our podcast next week. So we'll get yeah. to kind of go over the first couple rounds and you know talk more of their big names and performances and whatnot. Um, but three A girls, you had, um, we have four, we have four regions, but yeah, the committee looks like, and and I don't argue. Being a three A coach, I think this is spot on. Um, and, and you had to looking at some of the head to head. You got Hilton Head Christian and Orangeburg as your your number one seeds, and rightfully so. Um, I think the question was, will the region winners, Christian Academy, Myrtle Beach, Greenwood Christian. Will they get a buy or Palmetto Christian, John Paul, who I think everybody kind of felt like those were the three and four teams, and the committee did reward them with that. And I think some outer region games that happened during the year kind of led to that. I know John Paul beat Palmetto Christian. Palmetto Christian might, I think, beat a PD and a Greenwood Christian, right? So you, when you get those outer region games, it kind of helps. Now, Greenwood Christian has some people out, and they've had some injuries. Or it's not Greenwood, Christian Academy, I apologize. Um but being region winners. So Hilton Hay Christian, number one, Palmetto, the number two on that side. Um, Koki Suddeth leads 3A and scoring 24 points a game for Palmetto Christian, you know, as, as they move on. Um, somebody's got to slow her down and give them a chance. Um, but let's look at the first round games. You got Carolina against Hilton Hay Prep. Now, I'll be honest, if I was on the committee, Rip, which I'm not, was not, have never been, I would have liked to see Hilton Head Prep and Northside Christian in the opposite spots. Just because if they win their second round matchups, I think you could have swapped them maybe and play a di at outer region. Yeah, I think I think whether they're both the lower seeds though in those situations. So um, obviously the committee, you know, one of the big things Mike I know has talked about in the past is you want to get you want to get each round right. So you want to get the semifinals right. Right. You want to make sure you've got the best four teams to buys, and then you look at the matchups for the hot. You're, you're assuming the higher seed's going to win, I guess. Right. Move forward. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. But that just that just jumped out to me. Certainly not complaining. I yeah. appreciate all the work everybody's doing, but just looking at two fives, I'm like, I could see that change. But um Carolina and Hilton Head Prep. Now Hilton Head Prep's got Courtney Campbell, who's averaging 23 points a game. I mean, she can yeah. she's shooting 40%. Um, you know, she can really shoot the three, she handles the ball well. Um, you know, they're gonna have to slow her down. I think Carolina's not a high scoring team. They do have a good shooter, Ruby Kate Amos, who's a who's a good player as well. Um 
but yeah, that's that's Carolina keeps that ugly. If they keep the Campbell girl down, I think that can be a very close ball game. And I think it could be a good game. In the second game, you have PD Academy, who just won our region tournament, and against Greenwood Christian, who was number two from the Spartanburg. Um, PD Academy's got Lizzie McCaskill, is a great defender, and Rebecca Hammond is a really good offense player for them, the two of them, um, against Greenwood Christian, who's probably got more size. Um, maybe not quite as fast, just from the little bit I know. I don't know a whole lot of them. But either one of them are going to have their hands full with Palmetto Christian as the first round with Hilton Head Christian. Um, if you move down, I think this is a great game. you got Christian Academy, who's who's dealt with some injuries, who I want to say faltered at the end of the season. They had a great season. and um, yeah. But they're playing Northside Christian. We've got some really young, talented girls. Um, I think that's the interesting game there. And I, I do think that Christian Academy, if they were to win in Orangeburg Prep, very similar type players, both very physical. Um, they like to pressure the ball. Um, I think that, you know, I think Orangeburg Prep's, you know, a really good team, especially with Christian Academy. He's got some injuries, but I would like to see. That's a good, good matchup coming up possibly. And then in our game, you got Shannon Force, who won their region against um, Florence Christian, who we finished fourth in our region. We got four teams from our region. And I think that was the right call looking at records and um, plays. And I think we're right where we should be. Um, and Shannon Forrest, man, they're big. Um, got a great point guard. It was their region player of the year. So it's going to be a big test for us. And the winner of that game gets John Paul, who John Paul's had a great year. It's just unfortunately they play Hilton Hay Christian twice. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, but, but like I said, they're cross bracket. And I think that's what you were saying. Like, if yeah. you're trying to get the final four right, if you go with your first four seeds, you have Hilton Head Christian opposite of John Paul and Orangeburg opposite of Palmetto, who are in the same regions. Yeah. And and I think that's yeah, I think that's that's part of the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be a fun tournament. What what you got going on three A boys? The three A boys wise, again, the Hilton Head schools, you got two of those schools with buys. You got Oak Brook Prep getting a buy. That was interesting because that region um kind of beat each other up a little bit. That that three A region with Oak Brook and Shannon Forest and Spartanburg Day. Uh they kind of beat each other up a little bit. And so I was kind of curious how that was going to come down. Um, with the uh, with the seeds, it looks like Oak Brook and, and each region also has their own tiebreaker procedures. And one of the things I know they try to do as well is they try to follow that. So they want to make sure like if Wilson Hall and Florence Christian in the same region and we tied in, in record, but we had a, 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 a tiebreaker for our region and Florence Christian won the tiebreaker. Usually the committee will make sure come bracket time that you are then ranked ahead of us in the bracket. Uh, right. Because you won the tiebreaker, and and that's fair. We've had, um, you know, some times where that's happened, and you wonder, you know, sometimes you look on paper, and go, oh well, I thought Wilson Hall was better than Florence Christian, but if the region bylaws state that you won the region or you had the higher seed, then you're going to get the higher seed come state, and then that's that's right out of respect for what the different regions do, because there's different ways to do it, and there's reasons people do it different ways, and um, but Oak Brook there, uh, kind of, you know, Oak Brook had a midseason coaching change, um, and since then. Uh, they have actually played pretty well. Uh, they've won a couple of big games and, and kind of put themselves in that spot. You know, Greenwood Christian and Spartanburg Day, as I mentioned, the other two teams in that region um, that are that are were kind of in that top spot-ish. Um, Spartanburg Day gets a Williamsburg team in the first round. Williamsburg Academy's had a really impressive year, uh, kind of came out of nowhere, if you will. A lot of people didn't see it coming. Had a lot of their football players who've been so good for so long came out and played. Uh, they had a couple guys that were pretty good basketball players. That, that were there, and so they will play Saturday against Spartanburg Day at Wilson Hall. The winner of that will get Hilton Head Prep, who Hilton Head Prep is pretty seen as the, the clear number one seed in this 3A bracket. 
Northside Christian coming off a strong year. They won that Orangeburg area region. Um, going to get to play a Carolina Academy team uh, in the first round. The winner of that will get that Oak Brook prep. So you'll have a potential uh, Northside Christian, Oak Brook prep, two region champions potentially facing off the second round. Orangeburg prep coming in as the number two seed out of their region. Um, they are going to play against John Paul II. And, uh, and the winner of that will get Christian Academy. And Christian Academy will get, uh, you know, a team that out of y'all's region, y'all seen them a lot more than we have, uh, you know, had a pretty strong year, went, went undefeated in what we all thought was a pretty competitive region over there, y'all's place, uh, and, and y'all's area. Uh, you know, an Orangeburg prep team that's really tough. John Paul II, again, a school that's growing and, and has had a pretty good year there. Kind of hard to read being in a region with Hilton Head Christian, Hilton Head Prep, and John Paul. Right. I think they're pretty strong. And, and I think that'll be an interesting, that'll be a really good game with them and OP in the first round. And I think even whoever comes out of that between those two, I think can give Christian Academy a pretty good game yeah, in the I second think round. That's the that's the three right there that just like, wow, that's really tough. And I tell you what's interesting about our region. We have four teams, three of them are the lower seeds. And mm-hmm. he was interested just being, like I said, just being there all the time and my son playing a little bit. They I've seen all four of those teams hit over 10 threes in the game. Yeah. Right. I mean, they all can they all can shoot. They can get in and you get the wrong night. They all, I mean, they just are on absolutely can be on fire. And yeah. that's what makes it fun about the tournament because you catch the wrong team at the wrong night, it's it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean yeah. Williamsburg, they've hit 70, 80 points a few times this year, you know, and yeah. and um PD's always gonna play hard and, and Carolina, man, they can really shoot. They play well together, coach. Um Coaches done Phillips Robert Phillips done a good job there. But I'm I'm curious to say, I think this is gonna be a great three A tournament. I think you're right, Hilton Head Prep is the the team to beat, but it's gonna yeah. be entertaining. Yeah, and then the final one is that Hilton Head Christian versus PD or Greenwood Christian versus PD game. Uh that game actually being played on Friday night. Uh so that's a, a change there. You see it highlighted on the bracket. Uh that's because the same two schools are playing in girls and boys, I believe. Greenwood and PD are playing in girls and boys. So they worked it where why don't we just play Friday night, same location, and, and go ahead. I thought that was a pretty pretty good idea. The winner of that will get Hilton Head Christian. You know, Hilton Head Christian team, y'all saw them earlier in the year, and 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 even though Florence Christian didn't make the bracket, y'all finished fifth in y'all's region. Y'all gave Hilton Head Christian a pretty good game. I mean, great oh, game. Yeah. It was a great game. And, yeah. and like you say, I mean, a lot of these teams at the 3A level, you get some teams that get hot, hit some shots. Saw an Orangeburg prep team uh, in the Baron Classic against um, PD Academy, actually. Absolutely light it up. I mean, they've got some guys that can shoot it well. They got a big guy inside that's pretty good in T. Riley. And so I think that there's multiple teams on here, I agree, that could could win that. This first round slate of games, I think it's gonna be really, really good. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I wish I could watch all of them. I mean, I think it's gonna be yeah. be fun. And I think we should on anybody posting on our Facebook page or Skiza Scoreboard News. If there's people live streaming and posted, we all we want to watch these things. If we can't get there, we yeah. want to watch it. But um yeah, I think that's really cool that Greenwood and PD are playing back to back. I think that's gonna be a fun time in Ben Lippin, like a, you know, to have both schools there yeah. for for both varsity teams. I think that should be fun. And, and you're right, Hilton Head Christian, they absolutely look the part, buddy. They got some players. Um, but yeah, yeah. Christian Christian Academy. You know, we kind of said in already they're not quite as good as they've been in the past, but they they just keep beating everybody. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they have some really good young guards. They can really shoot the ball on a big guy inside. I mean, they're they're a very good team. Michael Green's younger brother is a senior. Jack, yep. um, if you remember Michael Green, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he um, you know they so they they can shoot it, man. It's 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 fun to watch when they get rolling. So, yep. um, well, let's look over mm-hmm. at the the four A girls, and I think this, 
I think this kind of landed exactly how we thought. You know, Heathwood Hall with the bye, much deserved number one on the top, and Northwood the number one seat on the bottom. And that's, I mean, those are the best two teams. However, you got Trinity at a, with a bye, the number two, Trinity Collegiate, and um, Hammond as the bye on the bottom. So you kind of got Hammond opposite of Heathwood, which you wanted to yep. do. And those are the four best teams. You know, we, we kind of yep. talked about that all year long. We were like, who's the fifth best team? That's kind of what we were wondering because we knew everybody else. And, and First Baptist and Augusta Christians, like, kind of like we said, they get the three seeds, Porter Gowd and Carlton Newman to four seeds, and Lawrence Manning was Hall to five, Pinewood then lifting to six. So the first round, you got Porter Gowd, Lawrence Manning. This is going to be at Cathedral Friday night. Um, that should be an interesting game, but I don't think any one of them, either one of them, have anything for Heathwood that next week. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes in a program, let's say Lawrence Manning, you got Will Epps who started coaching the girls. It would it be a big deal for Lawrence Manning to go make the playoffs and go get a, a tournament win? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, it would. absolutely. That's a great goal. You know, winning the, the the last game is not always the the goal every team is. That's not reasonable. You know, it's just not reasonable to have that goal every game every yeah. year. Well, um, and you know, it's, it's in your point, I, and we may have talked about it here before, and it's a conversation I've actually had with Mike Fanning when talking about making brackets and and you know, quote, we want to get the brackets right and, and kind of different people have different definitions of that. You know, Mike, obviously his goal as the head of the league is he wants to make sure that the best teams are playing in the championship. The best four are playing. The same. I mean, he wants to make sure we get it right where we don't mess up, you know, years and years and years ago, there was a situation. I say, I mean, it's probably been almost 20 years ago now where they adopted more of like a lower state, upper state model, like what the high school league does and you had Porter Gowden and Pinewood boys play in the semifinals one year when it was kind of known as they were the best two teams in the state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike was like, well, you know, I goofed this up because I just had my best game on a Wednesday night at 5 o'clock when nobody was here. And and then the winner of that went on and, and beat the whoever's in the championship pretty strongly. And so then he changed the format of what we have now. But what I've talked with him about, what I agree with what you just said, as a coach, it, it's – I want the first round matchup to be right. I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm not getting messed over the first round because yes, well, I understand I'm not going to make a run to state championship winning that first round game, maybe getting a second round matchup that I could, if I deserve that spot, that could be really, really important for my sure. program and for building and for growing. And, well, and I mean, like you, you said, I mean, that's, that's important here. Yeah. I look at like our girls, we have zero seniors and two juniors on our team. Right. I don't, it's not good for my basketball program if I were playing Hilton Head Christian in the first round and getting killed yeah. by 40. Now, if we were to upset someone, which is our goal, and, and we kind of had that last year. It was 4-5, not a big upset, but it was a great way to finish the season. Then we got beat by 40, and it was fine because we <laughs> you know, we had a goal. Yeah. It, we made that our state championship because we knew who we were, right? And, yeah. you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'll say 1996, <laughs> Rip, when back yeah. when they seated different – I was at Hudgens Academy. We were the state runners up the year before with five starting juniors. We were pretty doggone good. We were one of the top three or four in the state. It was it was obvious. We messed up, didn't make the region tournament finals, and we um had to get in at large. And we had to play Pinewood Prep the first round. You know, so yeah, you had basically and we were pro- basically and we were the only close game they had. They beat Florence yeah. Christian actually in the finals by twenty something points with Scotty Scott that year. He was pretty good. But yeah, yeah I mean, I think it'd been different. We just seeded. Back then, it, you know, we could play them in the final four in the finals, you know, yes. and it's, it's, but that happens. But I just, so I do like the format, but let's, let's look. I know we're going to, we're all right on time, I think. But first Baptist, Ben Lippin, 
I don't, you know, First Baptist is 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 good. They're the yeah. fifth best team. I think First Baptist and Trinity is a really intriguing matchup in that yeah. second round. If um, First Baptist takes care of business with Ben Lippin, um, mm-hmm. curious to talk about that next week. Um, down at the bottom, you got Cardinum and Wilson Hall, and this is a rematch. Cardinum is the four C, Wilson Hall is the five, but I believe Wilson Hall won. Did they not the first time? No, Cardinum came back and won. That's what got on the higher seed. Yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, but it was a close game. It's going to be it's a competitive, yeah three point four point game. Yeah, and the winner of that gets Northwood, and then Augusta Christian at Pinewood Prep. You know, here's Augusta Christian. She's had a good year, and but they had to play Heathwood and Hammond twice, right? And in, in yeah. the region each time, and that stuff. So they have a Pinewood team, and then they get another shot at, at Hammond if they take care of business there. So, um, and it is hard to beat somebody that third time sometimes, yeah, you know, third or fourth. So, um, should be interesting. Or excited about um, this girls' tournament, and I do think there's, you know, can. Are there three or four teams that can win? And I think there are. But, I mean, I think Heathwood Hall is definitely the favorite. But Northwood's playing really, really good basketball this year. Yeah, they are. And, and Hammond's another one that kind of you, you you look at them on paper, so obviously they don't – but, I mean, they're winning games. They keep winning games. They keep winning games pretty significantly. I mean, they've had a really, really good year. they got the one really good shooter um, that's really strong. But, yeah, I, mean, I think the top four here, right, the top five, like you mentioned, First Baptist, kind of it's going to be similar with the boys a little bit. we talk about that in a minute. Kind of a similar break right there um, where you kind of had your top four – and then the fifth was kind of known. And then after that, it gets really, really counted where there's a lot of games. I do think the Carter Newman-Wilson Hall game will probably be the game of the day in that first round. Um, I think that's probably going to be your most competitive game. Two teams that played just two weeks ago. Uh, Wilson Hall was actually up by – I think we were up by about 10 the second half at one point, both boys and girls that night. We were up by 10 the second half. And, and Carter Newman came back and got both those games. So uh, that will be a big game right there, 8 o'clock, Friday night, Civic Center, prime time. Uh, that will be a good one. <laughs> Well, let's look at the boys, and I'll try not to make you make too many predictions. But let's look at the boys bracket for it. <laughs> no, you. I mean, I think the boys bracket came out pretty pretty much what I thought it would. I, mean, I think you've got you know Carter Newman porting out Augusta. You know, the hard thing is Augusta, and, and this is one thing Mike has looked at in the past is playing non-region skis of games. You know, Augusta, in my opinion, here, you know, I think if they have played a few more games. If they had played a Porter Gout, if they'd play the only non-conference game they played was First Baptist, the one by three points. And I think, you know, I've talked to to Dieter of Carter Newman, talked to some other coaches around that area. I think everyone kind of agrees that Augusta Christian is probably the best team in the state right now. Like they are playing that way. They've been banged up and hurt throughout the year. They're getting healthy. They're probably the best team, but they lost a tiebreaker in their region. And then you've got a Porter Gout team uh who beat Wilson Hall, who lost a close to Carnarvon, who beat First Baptist twice, who beat Hammond, who beat Heathwood, who beat everybody else. And so I think they got rewarded for playing all those skis of games. And I think they should. And that's good. Yeah, um, do, you you think, know, I know Augusta, do you think that make, puts Augusta Christian in a, oh, no, they're out to get us a little chip on their shoulder coming in? I'm sure it does, which is real great, considering that, you know, the winner of us in Northwood gets to play that bust <laughs> off first round. So, you know, that's great. But, uh, no, I mean, I think that that they will a little bit. But, Again, I, there's opportunities to play teams in skis, and I think Mike in the past few years has really tried to make that a, an emphasis, especially at the 4A level. I, I don't know about the small, the lower 1A, 2A levels as much, but I know in 4A, but we play a ton of non-region 4A games, and, and he's really made that a point of emphasis. You know, you got Pinewood Prep and Trinity Collegiate. I think it's going to be a really good game first round. Um, that That's going to be a, a good, tough game. Winner of that gets Carter Newman. I think either one of those teams can give Carter Newman a scare. Carter Newman's been a team that's been – I mean, Phil Dieter will tell you, he's like, he's like we're, we're up and down, up and down, up and down. Now they keep winning games. They're just not super pretty sometimes. I and mean, they, I think last week alone they had like a they beat us in overtime. They beat Hammond on a buzzer beater. They they lost another one to Great Collegiate, who's very very good. 
But, um, you know, I think they're, they're not as, I don't think it's like on the girls' side where you've got those number one seeds that nobody's really touching. I think it's going to be really competitive throughout. I could still see the four teams with buys being in the semifinals at the same time. Yeah. Uh, first, yeah. first Baptist versus Ben Lippin will be a go. You know, first Baptist, another team had some struggles early. Um, you know, Ben Lippin's a team that's got some kids that can shoot the ball really well. You talked about some of the teams in y'all's area. They got some guys, they get hot. They're going to be really pesky. I think first Baptist is the better team. And it would set up a if, – if First Baptist were to win, it would be a really interesting second-round matchup. You know, First Baptist was banged up early this year, and Hammond went down and beat them by, like, 30. Uh, really put it to them. I don't know if that was a true indication of those two teams. It would be interesting to see that rematch. That would be a fun game to see a rematch. Uh, LMA, Heathwood Hall, uh, which would be a tough game in the uh, Baron Classic, actually. Those two teams played, and Lawrence Manning won by, by two or three points. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that will be a really highly competitive game. The Civic Center on Saturday – Winner of that gets Porter Gowd. And then us versus Northwood Academy in a rematch of last year's playoff game. Uh, kind of role reversal, which we interesting last year. You know, they were coming from the Charleston region, had a really strong season. We were able to, to knock them off. Um, and I think this year, kind of the opposite. We've had a really strong season. They're coming to kind of knock us off. So I think it's going to be a really tough middle game um, for, for both teams on, on that one. The winner of that, like I said, gets Augusta Christian. Well, I mean, what jumps out at me, you got three teams from the same region. I, mean, mm -hmm. I can't put you on the spot here, but I'm, I think that I think I know the answer. So, Wilson Hall, you won your region. Yep. You won your region tournament. Mm -hmm. Would it be safe to say that most years that would probably get you a buy? However, since I mean, you guys went out and played everybody. Yep. So you can't really say. Oh yeah. No, I mean it, it is. Uh, to be honest, I think and and, and <laughs> I understand. I understand the potential gripe. I mean, Pinewood Prep is probably the only team because Pinewood beat us in overtime. Now we're on opposite sides of the bracket, which does come into play seating wise. Cause like first Baptist and right. Pinewood were opposite Porter Gal, because they're the two and the three in that region. And so that, you know, like you mentioned, we don't necessarily do a just a one through twelve seating right. process. You know, us and LMA on the other side, we we be LMA. So I think, but yeah, I mean, we 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 lost to Hammond. You know, we 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 played Porter. I mean, we have played, we played Carter Newman, Hammond, Porter, uh, Heathwood, Ben Lippin. Trinity, Pinewood. I mean, we played with everybody. And so at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I've had a couple people ask me, oh, man, we won the region. How are we not going to buy him? Like, because we didn't win the games we were supposed to. And I think that's how it should be. I mean, we had yeah. opportunities to beat Heathwood Hall, to beat Pinewood Prep, to beat Cardinal Newman, and and weren't quite able to finish that. Now, in the region, which are the games a lot of coaches will agree, you'd probably rather have a chance to win those big region games. We were able to win them this year. And so, I, you know, as a coach, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, would I have loved to have had that that early couple early games back. Absolutely. You know, but I think as long as you play the games, it's not a whole lot of argument. Right. I agree. Well, I know it's going to be exciting. I know we have a lot of games like next, next week when we go the three, a, excuse me, the four, a will already be done because they're playing on Wednesday. So we'll be talking about the finals and we'll be talking about the final four on the other ones. Right. Yeah. So that is one interesting note. So they flip the three, a and four, a, so this year, you know, the four a's are going to go Friday, Saturday for first round. Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the state championship. And those Monday games, the four A's, old three A's, have always played their quarterfinals in the Civic Center. If you look at the bracket right now, it's got it's got the Civic Center's booked on Monday for the three A girls quarterfinals. We so know. I'm very curious. No one really knows where those games are going to be. <laughs> you know, I mean, because even the teams that host, you know, Ben Lippin, Wilson Hall, those schools that are hosting games, we're lower seeds, so we're probably not – I mean, I wouldn't imagine he would have us host games 
as a lower seed in the playoffs. Um, right. you know, because we're a normal host site. So that's gonna be really interesting to see where those games are played. Well, we'll be here to give you the info. Anybody, please keep games up on our Skeezer Facebook page and Skeezer School Board News. Um, we're exciting, exciting time of year. We wish everybody luck and we'll report next week on the first couple round games. And Rip, we appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you, Neil. Good luck to you. Bye bye. Thank you too.